Welcome to MotoGP Mac again this weekend. Uh, we're going to a new podcast. Got a lot of things to go over. I got a new bike, uh, uh, leftover new 2022 RS, Aprilia RSV4. So I've been getting that track day ready and helped my buddy get his track day bike ready. Uh, Triumph and a Sprint. It was one of my old bikes, so it's already really ready. But uh, and yeah. Gus, a lot of a lot of parts buying and selling and trying to see what fits what and all that kind of fun stuff. Happy days. So that's why I see me on as much. Happy days. Happy days. Yes. Yes. As you, as you see, my background has changed. Yes. Uh, yes. So I'm currently in the UK. FA. You finally had enough of it. Kicked you out, huh? That's it. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, currently in the UK. Um, about to go to a soccer match with my small fella. So exciting times for him over there and the, lying down the bed. Yeah. Everybody uh, wishing some luck. That's it. They'll need it. Um, but yeah, so weird week in MotoGP. Uh, funny week. And I suppose we we start off with the interview that uh, Peko gave where he said that the satellite bikes are now too close to the factory bikes. And I did I have, get that. But... Uh, yeah. So when i was reading when i when i was reading it and whatever first as i said in the, in the video that i thought that there was something lost in translation as these things do get lost in translation between italian to english and whatever and then i found out there was that it was actually to a italian media person that he is giving the interview and i think i still think though that the translation so after i did the video and I was kind of thinking about it I still think something has got lost. I think, yeah. and I, and 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 this is kind of where where I was going with, it. and I think his his comments were more aimed at Raúl, or sorry, Augusto Fernandez. Do you know what I mean? That he was a rookie on a factory spec bike that maybe he didn't doesn't have the natural raw speed, say of the likes of Mark Marquez and them that came in right, and right. went to a, a a factory machine, and what he was kind of saying. And I don't know. Look, this is just it's me. Not kind as of easy to judge. What you're saying. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like, is it right that they take if they're not as like, like a Costa would be another, another thing like, put him straight on a factory bike, right? Or, mm-hmm. uh, or what? He would probably have the natural raw talent to do it, but maybe some of the others coming up, right, need a couple of build years. And is it right that? They're on factory level machinery, trying to fucking make six places in one go, on lap one. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And look, for me personally, I think they all should have the same level bike. If you ride for a manufacturer, you should have the same level bike. For me, gone are the days there of having the customer spec Ducati or Honda or Aprilia. Do you know what I mean? You know, <laughs> with the testing regulations gone, right? It's now the way, as the satellite team, is the way the main factory team do the grunt testing. Do you know what I mean? Through the, yeah. through, through the satellite team. So I personally think that it is um, very, very important that they're somewhat level in machinery because, you know, we, we've had this whole discussion about Ducati and, and, and the eight bikes and whatever. Some of the data... Some was transferable, but majority of it. For the first year, no, it wasn't very little. 
Yeah, they they could still because like they had four bikes of the similar spec. This year, this year, yes. No, no, no. I mean, like with the GP twenty one, when they made a change to the GP twenty one, they yeah, had four they had the bikes. GP twenty one, the GP twenty two, and the twenty two point five. Yeah, so we had three bikes. It, it wasn't transferable very much. There wasn't a lot, but there were there was still some of the things that were transferable, not the engine and and and, and stuff like that, but like tire data definitely would tire be. data, yes. But that's 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 not something to jump up and down over. That's oh, not worth wow. all the work of eight bikes. I tell you yeah, that right. Oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. This year it's a little bit more streamlined, but like even if you look at uh like KTM, Honda do you know what I mean? Aprilia, even though that the bikes are slightly different in Aprilia, slightly mm -hmm. different in Honda, you know, there's there's relevant data there. Look at Yamaha. They don't have any satellite team, so it's only two. Well, yeah, it's two people working on, on, on yeah. trying to solve the problem, which... That, that's well, rough when you have one person that's not riding too well. Yeah, but you know, that's actually one of the things that I was. I someone was mentioned in the comments there quite recently, and I actually one hundred and ten percent agree with this. Right, I think Morbidelli could survive this year with Yamaha. Oh, I disagree with you. I'll put a. I'll put a few beers on that one. <laughs> and will I tell you why I, I believe it? Why? Because the bike is so bad. Why waste good money on a better rider? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Eh, I, right. So, I, and this is kind of where 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 I was going with this is that Fabio could feck off at the end of the year, right? Yeah. See you later. I later. don't want to see right. that, but yes, but, yes. Right. That means if they dump Franco, they have no reference point. Now, maybe is that what they need? They yeah, but do you want a reference point with a, on a rider that's not, not doing well? Well, they kept Honda kept uh, what's his name? Nakagami. Honda's done a lot of things that's been stupid. Yeah, I know. But, uh, <laughs> not a good, not a good example either, <laughs> Mac. Yeah, yeah, but look, it, 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 I think there has to be a reference point. So if Fabio does go, the bike being so shit could actually keep him there. Now, Rossi VR46 tie up all of this, you know. I, I think I think he could be quite safe. I think Bisecki personally myself will be on a Ducati next year yeah. or the yeah. year after. Yeah. And what I mean is a factory Ducati yeah. or a factory spec, yeah. whether it's red or white. Yeah, who cares at the moment? Now, but um, you're just circling back to pick up. I think something has still got lost in translation with what he was saying. I think, I don't think he was saying that he doesn't want experienced riders and satellite teams not to have factory equipment. I think right. it was more so kind of junior riders coming in need to maybe be a step behind, learn what to do. Now, this, I think, though, is a bit hypocritical coming from a person that can't stay on the fucking bike himself. <laughs> Joe, 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 yes, he is a world champion. If it wasn't for the sprint races this year, Peko would be in a fucking shit show right now. No, oh, I know. Absolute yep. shit show. So I think if I'm honest, you know, I think there's still a little bit of, of getting lost in translation there. I think that's what he meant, but um, let's wait and see. Yeah. Now, 
the other thing that I've heard, this is only a very, very big rumor now, but I don't know if there's any truth to this. Oh, uh, and, 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 and I'm still struggling a small bit with some of it is that I've heard that Husqvarna are coming to MotoGP. Well, Husqvarna is, it is, it's another, that's just another KTM yeah. bike. So it's be another gas the, gas. The reported riders are Marc Marquez and Pedro Acosta. Okay. Did you say that again? The reported writers are Mark Marquez. That's what I thought you said. And Pedro Acosta. Oh, man. Imagine that fucking pit box. The two of them would be eating each other. Now, the only thing that... I like the idea of it, but the only thing that shoots it down for me... The only thing that shoots this down for me is Red Bull. Red Bull are in no way, shape, or form going to let Mark Marquez be on a grid in a team that they're putting pumping an awful lot of money in, i.e. KTM, yeah, and not have it on one of the greatest motorbike yeah, races yeah. in the world. So what's I, the problem? They just put they just slap a, a, a Red Bull sticker, you know, on, on no the... KTM or have another have another. Or sorry, have. Husqvarna have another sponsor or another set of sponsors. Uh, then, so you're saying Husqvarna already has a, a sports drinks sponsor? Which who is that? I don't. I don't, I don't know. It's a sports drinks sponsor, but look, they could just turn around and dump it. Do you know what I mean for Mark and Paul right. Red Bull? But knowing that Husqvarna current setup, they don't have any tie-in with Red Bull. Do you know what? what? I mean? Husqvarna is owned by KTM. It is, but it, the only thing is owned, or sorry, the only team sponsored by Red Bull is the factory KTM. So if they put Mark on at a Husqvarna, right, KTM is going to have to be there. I I personally think that it they're going to have to move someone out of that. Or that's a small bump, pal. That's a small oh, bump. I, I don't know. I don't think so. I think. I think they'll put the, the Red Bulls, if they want it that bad, they'll slap the Red Bull on a Husqvarna, which is a, a, a name slapped onto a KTM. I don't know. I, you know. I, I, I think but I'll tell you what, uh, Mark Marquez on a KTM, the way they're riding, the way that bike's working, everybody's in trouble. Yeah, but what do you think of Mark Marquez and Pedro Acosta together? I don't think he's too young. I, I think uh, Mark Marquez will rule the roost. I, I don't see this. I don't see Acosta's skill overriding or coming close to, uh, to Mark Marquez, especially at this point. I don't know, though. I Yeah, look, he's, he's taken a lot of time to transition or did take a lot of time. I know he had an injury, but he took... He's still not setting the Moto2 world on fire. He's not, he, he's not, but he's settled, settling into it. I think he struggled big time. With the change to the to the heavier bike into the bigger engine, do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, and then I he's going that, on to something even bigger and even heavier. Uh, yeah, but it's not too, it's not as big as a jump from Moto Three to Moto Two. No, 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 no. Do, no. do you know what I mean? I, so, I, I was the I was the one advocated drop the uh, the weight on the Moto GP bikes. Remember? Yeah, get rid yeah. of that ballast. 
Yeah, they're still never going to listen to you, Jake. So you know, but I know. They always say your, always have to say your piece. I mean, what the hell's the ball- the the weight ballast sitting there does nothing for the bike. Never mind. It's only only there's all upside, no downside to that. Taking the ballast off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, look, I just thought it was um, I thought it was interesting um, that the concept and and on the on the subject of Mark Marquez, have you saw, have you seen? No, you probably haven't seen. We're shooting this on the Friday, so the the Saturday video is um, Pooch has come out and said that. Um, that he believes Mark is now back to the same level, or riding at the same level as he was mm-hmm. prior to the um, to the. I accident. can see that he's riding his he's and riding I, his I, ass off. And I think it's I think it's uh, I think it's pretty interesting because look, watching that race again, especially the Sunday race, you know, like. It was vintage Mark Marquez. Yeah. The, out- the outcome was always going to be the outcome. Uh, you know, Martin had that little bit at the end of the race, goaded him into it. Do you know what I mean? Fuck you now. I'm going to shove it up the inside of you, and now he- you come catch me. Yeah. And, and I told know, people, 30 is not old. You know, he's always so old. Old 30 is not old. You still haven't lost that snap. It, it's know? not that you haven't lost that snap, but it's, you know... You don't bounce as well as you used to. You might not heal as good as you used to, but I'll tell mm-hmm. you, your your timing's still there, right? Yeah. Timing is a yeah. lot. It's just like boxing, motorcycle racing, boxing. They still got the timing, and you still got the reflexes. Your reflexes can go down, yeah. but, but they hold up at thirty. You just put it that they yeah, yeah. yeah, but if you look at it, he's missed half the season already. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. So, because he's not bouncing as well as he used to, you know, his championships mm-hmm. are suffering, but. Um, what I did find extremely interesting is what Pooch also said. So this is the first time Alberto Pooch has admitted Calix. Oh, yeah. Yes. And, you know, he was like, oh, we're not in... And you... Because Pooch is such a fucking liar, right? You know, Oh, yeah, you can... Honda Honda is such a liar. You can't tell... Yeah, you know, Pooch turned around and said, "Oh, you know, we're very happy. This is just the start of this." Do you know what I mean? And then I, I was kind of like going to myself, "Oh, is this? Do you know, is he just putting the spin on it now, and that they've just brought it to fucking Japan and copied it?" Like, do you know what I mean? And come out with this all new. But uh, yeah, then I was just saying, but he he openly admitted that they have been working with with Calix on this for a long time. Ah. Uh. Hey, baby, it was us. We called this thing two years ago. Remember? Yeah. And yeah. at that generation, guys, we said, "What do they? What can they do? They've they've been failed ten years in a row. What can they do?" We said, "Go, go, Calix. You know, get rid of the whole chassis. Go start." Yeah. Red I, I don't know whether it was two years ago, but I definitely remember. It was two years ago. We, we asked. We yeah. was one of the first things we did. We came on here. We said, "We said they're they're they fail every year. They just keep getting worse. What are we getting? Yeah. What can they do?" Yeah, well, look, it was. I definitely remember a funny conversation that we had during uh, when they launched the the Calyx swing arm, and we said if they had any sense, they would get them yeah. on the frame. Um, and look, I think judging by it, yes, the frame, the fr- Mark looked or the bike looked very nervous and a little bit of head shake. 
but I think that's more Mark Marquez riding the fucking balls off it into an inch of its For one, life. Yeah, he's overriding the bike still because they they, they I'll give him credit though. They made the chassis better than than Honda in six months, say right? Than yeah. they did in ten years. And yeah, well, look, that's their business. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's like, their business. I, it's a great. That's the, one of the smartest things they've ever done. If not it before. is. It's probably one of the smartest. Now, Mark was open and honest as well about it, and he said, "Look, the 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 chassis is a small help." And you, in my view, you could see that he was a more confident to turn the bike in on that chassis yeah. than the other chassis, right? Yeah. But he, like, he was quite open. And he was like, "John, it's not the solution, though." So, no. of it course, it can't be that short in that short of time. But yeah, but I think, look, I think that's the first prototype of the chassis that they that they they have uh, put into production second one they did say i remember seeing red and that was the second prototype of the chassis yeah but there was there was two of them out there do you know what i mean right so but what i mean is like this test or development cycle now is going to go on for the year so like i'm not really expecting to see a good chassis out of honda or Calix till next year till next year i think this year they've already written it off Marcus yeah. with his injuries, blah, 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 blah. let's let's do another test year like last yeah. year, right? So I am expecting it next year to be good, but I, I don't think it'll stop Marquez from moving on though. Unless I would say he'll give it to this to the middle part. I think he's he's already talking to KTM. We know that, right? Right. I think he's he won't pull the trigger till the summer break. Personally, that's my that's what I yeah. think. I bet she's uh, talking to Ducati too. Bet you. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 but I, I, I'm sure you wouldn't. It would just be the smart thing to do as a manager. You're gonna you're not gonna talk. Put all your eggs in one basket. You're gonna ask. You know, talk to everybody. So, yeah. So this is where I am with with the Ducati, and we kind of touched on this last week, right? Would you take Fabio or Mark Marquez and whatever and? Ducati are very much so about the younger generation. Yeah. And, and one thing about it, we said this last time too, I don't know if Ducati would put up with him, with Marquez. That's the problem there. He's not going to walk in playing junior manager like he does at Honda. You know, yeah, let's have a let's have a cheering rally or something for Mark Marquez. I was going to say, we're, we're Ducati, you're a rider. You know, yeah. don't tell us what to do. Or, you know, don't tell yeah. our engineers what to do. You know. Yeah, yeah. Go ride the fucking bike. And yeah, go ride the bike. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But look, I suppose at the end of it, like, you know, I, I, yeah, I still, I believe that he won't make any decisions until midpoint of the year, and he wants, he'll want to see if he's happier with the, the, um, the Calix chassis. I think he can only take it from there that if this is their first attempt, and they've got this good. What could they do on the third or fourth attempt? And I think we're going to see in a very aggressive chassis development plan from Honda. Now, we have four weeks off between France and uh, Mugello in Italy. So I think we're going to see another upgrade on that. The other thing that I did notice as well about in, in the Le Mans Grand Prix was the air scoop under the swing arm was back for Marquez mm -hmm. and that was missing while he was missing I think maybe Rins maybe Mir had it out once or twice but it wasn't it wasn't a lot so 
it's still uh, still beggars belief that there's special parts for Mark and no one else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, in the shit pile that they're in. Um, if if you get me, so look, I think it's it, it's it's funny. Um, it's still funny. Yeah, it's still funny that it uh, kind of is out there that that, but another thing that I came across during the week and I think it's kind of a good thing and maybe others will will get into this is that we we all do genuinely love the V4 and we all love the inline 4 and we love the inline right, 4 right. because it's different so there's this thing circulating now should we or should MotoGP give an engine capacity concession to someone riding an inline four as much as i love having different things like loving the engineering i like different concepts in there i don't believe in that i don't i i, I wouldn't be a fan of it either it's you then you're getting your fingers into performance and you know how god is god horrible the, the FIM and Dorna are at putting their fingers in performance. I mean, God, look at, don't get me started. You're not allowed to mention the word superbikes and all that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, unbelievable. Yeah, you're not allowed to talk about inline fours blowing up or anything like that. No, that's all banned for another couple of weeks. Oh, stop. You can't, you can't get, you gotta let me go. And the, the, the whole basis of the problem with inline fours is, is, is the, blowing summer, up it's summer break the summer break huh? four weeks of, four or five weeks of the summer break you can whack on with that um yeah but look it, it, it is one of the things that are questions that people are putting out there is that should yamaha get concessions for the v4 or for the inline four no i'm ardent about that no way that is just asking for troll now another thing that I found very interesting that I, that I found during the week is that you're going you might like this. So the big four Japanese motorcycle manufacturers, mm-hmm. Honda, Yamaha, Kawasaki, and Suzuki have received ministerial approval from the Technology Research Association called HYSE, Hydrogen Small Mobility Engine Technology. Good. So this might rest a few people's fears that, okay, if we go hydrogen. We have our motorcycles back. We have a (laughs) motorcycle. We don't have a, 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 a silent. Yes. Yeah. Now, saying that, right? you're actually going to kill me right i watched the moto e there recently again yeah except for no noise right (laughs) which which is why you go to a track really right yeah whatever they were giving it to each other hammers and tongues the racing between the lads right was like fucking clubman racing where they were rubbing touching banging you know giving it hard to each other yeah the racing was fantastic. It was just that's because there was no the, the, that's because no one watches it. Even the even the stores are like gone from home for the day. <laughs> They'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't worry about them. 
<laughs> but no to to take to now to be fair to him not to pull the piss out of the racing was actually really good just there's no show do you know what i mean yeah um like i always remember being late on a friday morning to the practice session in catalonia and like you'd hear the yamaha go past you'd hear the honda ktm suzuki Joe in Chicatis, and you just hear the difference of the sound of them. And then you go home in the evening, your ears would be slightly ringing because you know of the noise, etc. Yeah. And the Moto E is never really going to 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 do that. It's it, it's it's a good it's a good thing. Now, Ducati are very open to hybrid technology in motorbikes. Yeah, you know their only reason they're doing the electrics. It's because they get a credit, um, a, a credit against yeah. their street bikes. That's yeah. the only reason they're in that at all. I actually know a company where you can buy those carbon credits from. So you want to go and buy your carbon credits and then use right off those carbon credits and then you get carbon credit. <laughs> yeah. Really? That's how a lot, a lot, a lot of these... Um, uh, what That's how it? MV must be gone because Christ, their engine's twenty years old. But you know, do you know the net zero companies and stuff like that that they do that they put out. I uh, think they just buy the carbon credits and then and what they call it is retire them, and then that that takes out. Just say they buy a ton of carbon credits. Yeah, that takes out a ton of fucking whatever they've used. It shows me, and it's just like, oh, okay, we're net zero now. Yeah. <laughs> so we we've changed our light bulbs to LED. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. I, th- I thought you were talking about the, uh, for a second, I thought you were about, there's an American company, Zero, for that makes motorcycle, electric motorcycles, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they get so much uh, money from the government, the, 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 you know, for this, you know, going green. They don't yeah. have to sell motorcycles. The whole thing is just so to get the grants. Yeah. You get the grant and they don't have to sell the bikes. You're just making money off of grants. Totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, there's there's just ways of means, but I just thought it was interesting that they got pulled into uh, this, and 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 I find it interesting that none of the European manufacturers were invited. Now I think it's an internal ministerial thing from Japan, but I wonder what the likes of Ducati and KTM and them are looking at. Um, Joe. What is the future? Ducati is in bed with electric for now. Because for now, I, I don't think they're in bed with. It. I think you're just doing well, they're just doing. They're making a whole fucking grid of electric bikes. Right, but then in, in, in concept of, but in in, in relevance to uh, the whole situation with getting the, the the carbon credits, it's cheaper to go that way than put it on the bike. Oh yeah, yeah. Ma- ma- massively, massively. Now. Um, what I thought, and I have to say, Jack Miller had an absolute pig of a time in uh, in Le Mans. Two crashes. Right. Bad day. Bad day in the office. Bad two days, to be fair. Um, but himself and Alicia Spagro, and I always take my hat off, right? Peco kind of went down the route with Augusto Fernandez of not criticizing him, but saying, okay, he had one good race good rookie do you know what I mean yeah but fair play to Jack and 
and then late because they were like fucking hell Jesus fair play to him well done do you know what I mean Pat, yeah, well like, done right right do you, do right. you know what I mean like what I was most impressed with him realistically was is that he was raw pace. It wasn't luck. It wasn't that no. ten riders crashed out in front of him and he he moved up to the four. Yes, if you looked at his lap times, they were good. Period. Flat. Yeah. So, like, for me, like, if you're a rookie and you can legitimately get into the top ten, you're right. fine, right? So, if we took out Peko and uh, uh, Maverick crashing and Mark crashing. <laughs> He still would have been within the top ten, probably seventh. But for me, I'm like, you know, that's one hell of a ride. Do you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. if you look at KTM now, more gas gas. Yeah, they're an awful fucking pickle. Like, like I know Paul is injured, right? But right. Paul has to come back and fucking kick the tires and light the fires. Like, do you know what I mean? Like he. In my view, he's fighting for his place now. So oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, saying it's for his riding riding place. Yeah. 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 Because all of a sudden, that KTM or Gas Gas. Yeah. It's, it's every, now people want to be on it. You know, it's, it's a bit of a. It's like a Prilia. Whenever nobody wanted to be on a Prilia, then it got good and everybody wants to be on it. Now, yeah, well, Gas Gas, you know, KTM, the same situation. Now, personally, now myself, I do believe that uh, Yamaha is the new Aprilia of a couple of years ago. No, I saw that, and I don't agree on that. Why? I'll tell you why. Uh, go on, yeah. With K the difference between KTM is three years ago, KTM, right? They were a young company. Don't forget, they're still a lot younger, right? Aprilia, not a not, not KTM. I mean, Aprilia was a younger company, right? Yeah. Were, and they had waste waste. Um, I'm going to put this, uh, younger company, they had way less experience. They had way less money. You know, they're, they're a dot in the wall compared to Yamaha for funding. That makes a huge difference. It, 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 they have less of everything. One's on a shoestring budget and one is the second highest budget in the, in the, uh, in MotoGP. I, I don't and, know. I, I, the years. It, 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 it was way harder for KTM to pull up because, but KTM has the better engineers. I keep telling that the stronger yeah. the engineers, it makes yeah, it better. But we're, not, but we're not talking about KTM. I mean, Aprilia, excuse me. But I would disagree with you on that because where I think, and this is where I think, right? I genuinely believe Aprilia had no interest, but they wanted the marketing exercise of developing the RSGP. Right. Just hear me out now. Right. Okay. And the reason I say that is because they gave their factory effort to a team to run. So Grassini right. used to run Aprilia. Right. Then all of a sudden, they took it in house. Mm -hmm. And then shit changed. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So what I mean is, is that Yamaha. Because they're so far behind, for me, it's like they just don't give a shit. Do you know what I mean? There's not <laughs> enough coming through that 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 pipeline. Fabio even said it himself. Before the test on Monday, they had two or three things to test. You're 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 fucking ten miles behind in the championship, and you right. go to a test with your factory riders, and you bring two things, three right. things. Well, there's a, actually there's a, a, a base yeah. difference between three. 
KTM had the if you look at the three between uh, uh, Aprilia, keep saying KTM, Aprilia, Yamaha, and Honda. KTM came up because they had the strongest engineers, even when they had the smallest amount of money. What the Aprilia? They had the Honda engineers. No, they, no, no. Aprilia. Aprilia. Aprilia came up. Are you just right? KTM. I said, I said, I, I cruised myself again. We stopped. If I say KTM, it's Aprilia. Anyhow. Okay. Aprilia had the strongest engineers, so they, yeah. Aprilia had the strongest engineers, so they gained really quick, right? Mm -hmm. um, Yamaha and Honda. Honda has the weakest engineers, so no matter how much money they had, they were just flushing it down the toilet. They weren't doing squatting or failing everything. Oh. Yamaha, they went down because they're stuck in the same situation. They're trying to beat a dead horse with the inline four, and it's affecting everything. But I don't think it's just the inline four, Jake. That's that's where where, where I'm going. With yeah, that. but look, when you when they can't get the horsepower and have it reliable, that affects the the uh, the arrow. Did you see they were going back to the arrow from nineteen? They're going back to a nineteen ninety one setup because it okay. just isn't working. They can't they can't do what we predicted and then they did, where they're going to adapt the arrow to make it go faster and make it all work with the arrow. Well, the nineteen ninety one setup now is for the RGV five hundred, right? So. The no, no, no. The 91 setup is oh, 91. God damn it. The 2000. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The 2021 setup. I got a brilliant on the vine because I just bought one. Um, the 2021 setup Yamaha is going with. Yeah. And look, that, look that's the, look, that's the, that's uh, one of the videos. But um, just for me, I just like. If I was to turn around to you and say the biggest aerodynamic change that you've noticed in Yamaha in the past 18 months right. is either the front wing or the shape of the air intake. Right. And what did, and, and what did uh, Fabio just said? They said, I'm, w w the problem is we can't get the, the uh, have enough horsepower to make the 2021 arrow work. So again, the horsepower is affecting the arrow. So what, what Fabio said was that we've tried a new chassis. It didn't work. Mm -hmm. We tried new arrow. It didn't work. Didn't work. We've tried new electronics. <laughs> didn't work. It didn't work. So everything that they have tried for the 2023 season, all of the last two years worth of development is junked because they're going back to the 2021 setup. And which is really the 2022 setup, also because they held the engines from the 22 or 21 engines. So, so again, it, we're back to the engine bit. Yeah, and look, he openly said that they don't have the horsepower to run the high downforce, which we called right. very, very early when we saw the downforce. That's a good call. Really it, was it, so. It's it's fucking heartbreaking to see that they're they're in this situation, and I'll call it a situation that. Would you ride a Yamaha? No, or, would no. you, or, or, would, or would you go as a second rider to uh, to KTM or KTM or, 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 or anybody? Or, yeah, to, to, Honda. yeah. The only one that would rival it would would you not go on is the fucking Honda. Honda, yes. Right? <laughs> that's the only thing. And then if you look at Honda, Honda in a satellite capacity with no major developments. Did take a win this year. 
<laughs> yeah, that's a weird win, though. That thing, that's... It, that doesn't matter, right? It, a fucking satellite one took a win, right? Yeah. And you're like, Fabio, you know, majority of Fabio's points have all come from the sprint race, same as Mark Marquez. Yeah. Same as Peko. You know, and I'm just like, oh, man. But look, I suppose talking about shit seasons, you know, and we... When the news broke that this fellow was going to Repsol Honda and the other fellow was going to LCR Honda, we said that, you know, for Rins, we better buy shares in Johnson & Johnson. Johnson & Johnson Band-Aid. I think it's actually needed for Mir. <laughs> I think he's one finish. <laughs> yeah. Maybe two. But hey, We have called Honda and Yamaha down to the T, much to many people's dismay. But we have really called it. I know they yeah. call us haters. It's more than we're not haters. We're just honest. Sure. And, yeah. Well, look, yeah, look, and look, I'll always go back and say, you know, when I talk about Honda or Yamaha, especially Yamaha, I talk about it like in the way of like Yamaha is like a, my family member, my brother, and whatever. I can right. call them an asshole or a prick or a bollocks or whatever. But if you do it, it's a different story, and I'll give you a slap. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? And I'll defend them to the high hill, but I will also turn around and say, listen, you're not doing it. I'm not going to just sit here and hope that magically these things turn around because I know better than that, that these things right. take big time to turn around. And yeah, just because you wanted to win or you have one in your garage doesn't make it the bike going, the MotoGP bike going faster. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's not even about having one in near garage. It's just about being real and understanding the, the situations that they're in. I'm not on this platform to, how would I say, uh, influence anyone. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't have an agenda, do you know what I mean, when it comes to bikes. I just want to... Um, I just want to... Uh, just like be real talk talk factually Jordan and if you don't understand and, and they're sitting there wishing that Yamaha would do better or Honda would do better I'm, I have never once said that they will never do better I've always said you know it's they're in in this shit and it's going to take a long time for them to get out it's going to take time yes people you know? I don't know where they're getting this every time they go to a test they're like oh it's going to turn around in this next two weeks no it doesn't turn around in two weeks that's yeah. not how it works you know, and me, I don't care one way or the other. If CF Moto, the Chinese company, comes out next year with the the best Moto GP bike on the grid, I'm going to say, you know, that Chinese bike, best bike in the grid. I, I don't care where it's made. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. Well, look. Yeah. Look. I look. You all, as a fan, you do always have a natural gravitation towards a team and a natural pushback on, on another team. That can be you don't like the team manager, you don't like the team writer, and like you see it. And like, look, there's a thing called unconscious bias, right? Which yeah. everyone has in their minds, you know, yep. where someone can do something super, and because you're not really a fan of the brand or the person, you're like, nah, nah. yeah, oh, it's like, <laughs> you know, with Honda trying to make everything banned because they can't compete, that just pisses me off right there and there, yeah, you know, when, when they can't compete and they want it, oh, all of a sudden it's dangerous. Well, it's like the the uh, they hated ride height, but the uh, launch control was fine. 
why was launch control fine? Oh, well, they have the best you know, launch control. So all of a sudden it's not dangerous, but everything else is. That yeah. They can't compete with, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, it's, and the way they, you, they, they move unilaterally and the way they don't get – they don't get fines where everybody else does. And you know, if they're in Dorna's pocket or Dorna's in Honda's pocket, you know, yeah. I don't like that stuff. I like everything to be fair and flat and even. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Now, I suppose another thing that was came into my mind during the week, um, that was um, about Peko and Basecki. And I think this is going to be, an interesting title battle if it does go to a title battle between the two of them. Because when it was Bastanini, separate teams didn't really communicate with each other outside of MotoGP. You only had to deal with the problem and the pressure at the track. Right. Now, if you look at Pesecchi and Peko now, Busecki is it, it has him under the, under a bit of pressure, and yeah. the other thing is that I think Peko also knows and sees how good Busecki also is because they're always riding at the ranch together. Yeah, they're always just... and they're always checking each other out. Then they go back. I'm sure they look at videos after video of the other guy going down that track. Just oh, like we, yeah, 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 yeah. Just and to get to see and understand their lines and whatever. So. Um, I do find it very interesting um, how that relationship is going to develop. Right now, right now, it reminds me actually very much so of the Rossi Marquez relationship when Marquez came into the championship, where everything was all fun and nice, and you were just you were just fucking waiting for the grenade to be thrown. Yeah. You know what I mean? You knew that grenade was coming, right? When? Yeah. You didn't know, but you knew it was coming. But being they're both on the same brand, I don't think they'll have the problem that they did with uh, with uh, Rossi and Marquez. Mm-hmm. You, you know? I don't think they'll have the same problem being that Bezaki and and and, uh, and Pecco are on the same brand. Because yeah. when Marquez and, and when against Rossi, they were on different brands. They were allowed to beat each other up more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, it'll be. It will be interesting though, because like, it's an awful predicament for Rossi, right? Because like Rossi's going to pull the strings there as well. Do you know what I mean? In the way of, you know, Rossi's going to want his team to to win, right? He's not mm-hmm. going to want Peko to win over Bisecki, who Rossi is running a multi-million pound team. Do you know what I mean? Bro. So there, like I think there's going to be, in uh, I would call it a strain on the relationship, is is where I think, where that grenade at any time could be fucking thrown. Like, do you know what I mean? And if that grenade goes off, you know, there's a lot of people inside in that uh, uh, VR forty six academy that could be casualties. Like, you know. And and what about a brilliant having another? screw up off the off the line i don't ever know what it was the ignition wire didn't work or something yeah it's it, their their problem with that is 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 really weird right because they can't seem to find the bite point right or like there was a couple of grand prix there maverick was going out and every time he went out of the pits he was doing a practice start 
And then when it came to the race, he got one right and he made the balls to the other. I think that was in Hareth. Now, he did get a good start in in the second well, in France, race. In, in, in this Le Mans, he had a problem too. Right? Yeah, but you know, the race, the race with this, the race where he clashed with Peko. Right. You know, he was up there at the start of the race, so he did get off the line okay in that one. But um, I don't know. It seems to be something that will maybe, maybe it's something to do with the hydraulic clutch. You know what I mean? Like KTM have gone back to the wire. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, or, mm-hmm. so the, the, they've got they've dumped the hydraulic clutch and asked about it. They're like, well, you only wanted the hydraulic clutch. When you were going down through the gears, but you're you've seen the shift gearbox now, so it's kind of redundant, right? You know what I mean? Um, so I just think it's it's funny in, in a way, um, how they're how it really can't really solve that issue. And I think you know, I don't think it's really a testing issue, do you know what I mean? Like, it, no, it, it, it's, 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 not a, it's not an engineering issue, it's a it's a it's a like few, a checklist issue where somebody goes, did you check on that? Yeah, don't worry about it. And it just doesn't get done. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It, how can, it's like it's too small of an issue to bother with, that type of thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so look, I think, it, I think it's quite weird. Um, I mean, are they that pushed, that they, they strained out that far from putting that extra team on there? Yeah, and that was kind of uh, that was kind of the the thing that I was going through with the uh, sprint races on top of it. Like for me, right, running the twenty twenty two bike shouldn't be too much of an issue for them, right? Yeah, because they have the data there already for the track. Now, unless the tires have drastically changed, which I don't think they've changed that much. They have changed, no. but not. Uh, may, I haven't heard anything radical coming out. Yeah, yeah, um, and they've all had times, and they would have, would have like even if they, it there was a, a significant change, they would have had uh, tests on those from last year. So the so the factory team using last year's factory data were able to back to back test them during during a test. So so where where I am with it is is that I think they've just gone. Dare I say they've changed too much. They've made the bike skinnier. They've changed the aerodynamics. They've changed engine bits. They've t- changed electronics. Jordan, you know it's just like, okay. Yeah, it's hard to believe they changed that much, being that they had now sprint races. Well, that had them at the end. And they had two. Okay, okay we're going to add another team and we're going to have sprint races. Now we're going to change the bike a lot. That seems yeah, like, yeah. And, and, like and, and that's and definitely I, not the way to go. And I think that's why Alicia Spagro was kind of saying, Joe, the bike is good. We're good. He has to improve his performances. Maverick has to improve their performance. But the team need to get their stuff together. And it it just seems to me that... uh, Have you ever just sat in the bike and it just works? Yeah. That's where Alicia Spagaro found himself this time last year. He sat in the bike and it just worked. Yes. And now they tweaked it a lot. Yep, and now he's lost that feeling, and he can't go backwards because he has a new engine, new mountain. Yeah. and it's just—it's the factory rider danger, isn't it? Like, and I think this is where I—I I will give it to Ducati in being very sensible. Like, 
the Ducati Aero for 2022 to 2023, minimal changes. Yep. Minimal. Slight changes on the frame, minimal changes on Aero. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, okay, our Aero package is probably the most efficient. We're going to run the Aero package, the same effects or same theory, but different effects on Pramac. And you can see Peko didn't like it, so he's stuck with the other one. Do you know what I mean? But they're running, a, in my view, right. Ducati are running two different parallel programs over the course of a season to find out which one is better. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And then next year, Pekka will get a bike, and if if the aero correlation is better on one than the other, that's what they'll start next year with. But I I just find it very interesting that Aprilia find themselves in this hole, and I'm not sure is it financial or is it too much work, or is it that the fact that the Aprilia team realistically in my opinion is still only three years old yeah when we talk about team folks we're just talking about the mechanics putting the thing together we're not talking about engineering or back at the factory we're talking about the guys that do the nuts and bolts at the fa- at the at the track so what right. i would what i would what, what we class this is the trackside operations team right there you go yeah so, so everybody knows that yeah so and you know we've seen them make stupid rookie errors last year into this year so this still tells me that they're still well super professional don't get me wrong everyone makes mistakes they've made some rookie mistakes and i think this is where i think that the struggle is for suzuki are the riders before me no they're not that's a separate issue right that's not a team issue but i think i personally believe that they really don't understand the changes to the bike and they don't understand how to set the bike to get the maximum out of it whereas last year even with a bad setup Aleish could ride around it yeah Maver- Maverick couldn't but Aleish could and now too much change yeah yeah so that's where 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 I think it where I think it is now we hey by the way I want to pat myself on the back this time all right, go on. You know, I last yeah, I remember the last podcast. Who said that Yamaha was going to go back to their twenty-two settings? They're going to dump all this new stuff, go back and do what they had before for Fabio. And I said Fabio is going to do better now from then on. I said they're going to skip that and not worry about. They're going to they're going to forego the risk of the engine blowing up. Go with the old arrow. Go with the old setups. And he's going to come back. And I bet he does better. Well, he went back to it and he's fucking crashed. Because he did the Why didn't I do it next year? Next next race, he's gone back to the old. No, 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 no. no. He went back this race. Well, I'll just send my pat myself in the back. (laughs) (laughs) He went back to to his thing. He he dumped everything prior to this weekend. Which is a pain. Then the the trackside guys, they weren't switching any information out because Christ, nobody knew that uh, that the Honda had the new uh, Calix chassis on, on Mir, remember? Nobody knew that. And, yeah. and now this, yeah. Well, no, no, that, 
that actually was my miss because I saw a picture from Friday and Mir was on the old chassis. Mm. But I, what I would reckon is that Mir was back to backing in maybe practice one. Yeah. Uh, which makes sense, do you know what I mean? Because they can change the chassis between sessions. It's not an issue. Um, so, look, I think, look, the situation is still very worrying for, for Yamaha. I think they're more and more in danger as the weeks go by of losing Fabio. You know, will they have a problem attracting a rider into it? Uh, I think they will. I think, I think... They will have to to get someone of, of good talent. They will have to have very deep pockets. Do you know what I mean? They will have uh, to have deep pockets. That's one of the things that could keep him on the Yamaha. Because yeah. Fabio spends money like water. You know he has his own jet, for God's sake. His own yeah, private but, jet. Yeah, but look, that's, that's... That's a mighty expensive endeavor. Because you don't buy a jet. You know, first you buy the big house. Then you buy the big car. You know he has the he has the million dollar car and the and the five million dollar house and then you get the ten million dollar airplane. That's a mighty big chunk. And so he's still young, looking for money. So he's going to go wherever his money's the best. Yeah, I, I don't he's know. Not, he's not in a Marquez situation. I don't know that he can go for titles. He well, he's definitely not in the right now that he can go for a title. But uh, um, I don't know. I just think I think nope, they're they're in, in danger that. I'm going to call Honda progressing, especially with the Calix chassis. I think Mark, to be fair, is a danger man to take a couple of wins. Like I'm already putting him down for banker for Saxon Ring. Yeah, so, yeah. Do, do, do you know what I mean? He's uh, that good. The only thing they had to do is, you know, they didn't make that big of a, a stride on the Calix chassis so far, but he's so good that he's all of a sudden he's a, a danger man, like you say. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I hope I hope Honda doesn't cut their money off though. Go, you know, it's some executive up. Oh, that's good enough because you know they're paying for that whole Calix factory to stay open. Just I, for I, I think that will only happen the minute he wins. Yeah. Well, still, even if even if he wins a race and they cut it off, it's not going to be a good enough to, to keep him winning all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, he'll I, still I, be in the situation of riding around a million problems to win. Back to his old, you know, career self of having to do that shit every year. Oh, I know, but look, I think I, I genuinely think that that's what the what will happen is that once once he starts winning, Harley will be like, oh, everything is fine again. Yeah, um, and the second rider will be in last place. You know exactly. Well, look, yeah, look, that's that's the other thing. I think I think Mir now has found himself in the pole of Spagro and and Jorge Lorenzo bucket. This goes on and on, yeah. <clears throat> You know, the career-ending second season in Repsol. Yeah. Under, you know, now I know Paul didn't end his career there, but I think, yeah, I think I think yeah. it, his time is nearly done as well. But yeah, I think Honda progress. I I, I genuinely going back just to the one we opened up with. I still think the Peko comment. There's some mistranslation there maybe the Italian to English after the reporter put out the, the thing but or I think he was definitely taken out of context do you know what I mean I think he was maybe talking about uh, people coming into the series you know if they're not the the high flying superstar but then saying that look 
Fabio was never a high flying superstar till he got to MotoGP. Right, right. To right. Know, so look, uh, I, look, I do find it find it interesting, but uh, yeah, I think we have a long time to wait now to to Mugello, which is probably one of the great races to go to except it's incredibly expensive it's the same as formula one money to go to a motorbike race which is absolutely terrifying yeah. um yeah. but yeah um did anyway. you see by the way did you see i have to have a comical note jerry Mc, jeremy mcwilliams goes on to crash crash net he's on the yeah. podcast yeah and he goes he goes to, to uh chris ewan he goes you know Honda, if, if they didn't have, if, if Honda did not have uh, Mark Marquez, they wouldn't have won anything in the last 10 years, right? And he see his face go, oh, shit. Like, how do we get out of this? I'm going to shut him up. I don't want to bad-mouthing him, right? And he goes, he starts saying, um, 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 he goes, and what about that Yamaha? He goes, eh, well, Yamaha's almost as bad, but not as bad as Honda. Honda has really relied. If they didn't do shit, they would have done squad. And he just like, oh, my God, get this guy to subject. Yeah, from Honda's lawyers, and like, I can hear a phone ringing right now. Thinking my yeah. job. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he's some boy. You saw him racing, actually, last weekend in the Northwest 200. I, I he's, he's telling like, the truth. God, cut him off. Cut him off. Yeah, yeah. 59 <laughs> years of age, and he's still going hammering tongues at young fellas. Yeah. Fair play to him, Joe. What a, some boy he is. Um, yeah, and again, four weeks without MotoGP. We have the Earl of Man starting next week. I'm going to try. I was going to try and bring Manxman on, and then I forgot that I was away. Uh, but we'll try and bring Manxman on. It'd be great that when we shoot that, Jake, actually. The island will be coming alive with the with the bikes. Uh, Monday night will be first practice, um, and yeah, racing will get underway in the Isle of Man, uh, holy grail place where we need to go to, Jake, and mm-hmm. do, do, at least do a couple of wheelies somewhere in the island. Yep. And uh, yeah, we'll wrap it up there for this week, I think. Yep. All Thanks, right. folks. Thanks for stopping in, as always. We we'll always love to and see we'll, you. We'll see you again next week, hopefully with a guest. And if not, yes. we'll be here to talk more shit. Yes. Peace out. Have a good one. Peace out.